Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. You lead a busy life. The last thing you have time for is shopping, prepping, and cooking a healthy, homemade meal. With Chef, enjoy authentic meals freshly prepared by the best local cooks in your community and delivered to your door. No prepping, no cooking, no subscription necessary. It's one less thing to worry about after a long day without sacrificing the quality of a homemade meal. Schedule your meals with a local cook at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Up the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. It is Tuesday, which means we are going to be covering pop culture news. Really, honestly, whatever I want to talk about is what Tuesday is for. And I am joined later on in the episode by Fraser Olander from Below Deck. It is an amazing chat. I love being able to talk to him. And I saw him over Zoom, and he really is so beautiful. Like, go to his Instagram. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, honestly, if you watch Below Deck, you'll know what I'm talking about. But yeah, that's a great chat uh, towards the end of the episode. So make sure to check that out. So let's just get right into it. This weekend was a rough weekend, personally. I feel so exhausted. I give every mother, new mom in the world and dad, new parent, round of fucking applause because I can barely string two sentences together right now. I got to be honest. I and I didn't have a baby like I didn't have a human baby. I obviously, as everybody knows, I adopted a dog two weeks ago. Her name is Ruby. (laughs) Love of my life. But your girl's tired. Your girl wants Ruby to be okay. So, okay, naturally, Ruby is just like a very timid shy dog so far like I took her to a brewery last week and she just like sat down and laid down like she's very very good in that way like I'm very lucky like she's not very rambunctious but with that said over the weekend something very traumatic happened uh and by that I mean a broom fell on her now 
just the handle. And, you know, the broom is very light. It's made of plastic. It's not like some heavy, you know, farmer's broom, which I feel like are like heavy duty. So the broom kind of fell on her this weekend and it sent her into a fucking tailspin of just pure anxiety. She basically hid from me under the couch for four hours. I was sobbing because I just like felt so bad because I wanted her to know that I didn't do this on purpose. Like I wasn't trying to hurt her. It was just an accident. And yeah, so it was kind of like touch and go this weekend. Like she would come out for a little bit. She wasn't her playful self. Like she barely wanted to go outside with me. It was just and I just felt so fucking terrible, like genuinely terrible that I like made her nervous of me. I don't know. But so this morning she woke up. She was herself again. She was bubbly and cute. And I just like I can't get enough of her. And yes, the bottom of her paws do smell like Fritos. That is not a lie. That's not a myth. That's not a, a fable. They do. Puppy paws smell like fucking Fritos. Um, so that's a little life update for me. I'm, you know, like I said, my brain is working at a, a very slow speed. I'll say it's not, it's not really, not all the gears are in alignment and they're not all moving. Um, yeah. Also a little update on Barbara. She She's great. Barb is really, she's handling the Ruby situation very well. And I just, it makes me love her even more. And I didn't even think that that was possible. Um, But let's get into some news of the week or the, yeah, the past week slash weekend is something terrible happened, a tragedy at the Astroworld Festival, which is Travis Scott's festival. And Travis Scott is the baby daddy slash boyfriend to Kylie Jenner. What unfolded at this festival was truly from all of the footage that I have seen is nothing short of like, it honestly was like demonic. It And I, I normally say the word demonic in like a joking way, but truly when I tell you that these videos and like the firsthand accounts of, you know, what had happened there, it made me so sick to my stomach. That's all I'll say on that. And just to quickly touch on another member of the Kardashian family, Kimmy, my girl, Kimmy, I have to tell you, this whole Pete Davidson thing is really driving me nuts. Am I here for it? Sure. Do I think it's a real thing? Absolutely fucking not. It's not a real thing. There's not a chance in hell that Pete and Kim are fucking dating. Get the fuck out of here. If you don't think that this is just uh to get ratings for their Hulu show, if you don't think Kris Jenner is the mastermind behind this little situation uh you're clearly not paying attention (laughs) which i'm kind of i love looking at the kardashians like on instagram but i wish that we could have just keeping up i wish we could have just kept that for what it was and just left it i don't i don't need to watch their life on hulu because the show is so overproduced it like it was so boring to watch them sit around their restoration hardware cloud couches and say, yeah, literally Bible. Did you see what Scott did? It's like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, I want real stuff happening. You guys get what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying I don't like the Kardashians. I, I'm not one of those people that hates them by any means. I follow their every fucking move. I am addicted just like everybody else. But I don't think we need a Hulu reality TV show. And then Kanye came out. He did an interview 
last week towards the end of the week where he was like, I don't have the divorce papers yet. <laughs> like we're not divorced. So I like, this is just for a TV show. Like what is going on? And I, I mean, I don't think they're together. He is rumored to be dating like some model, but I don't know. I just like, I just need a break. I need a break from that family. If I just got to be honest, especially with this whole Travis Scott thing. I don't know. And like Kendall, as of right now, has not taken down the photo from the concert. Like it's just Drake hasn't taken his photo down from the concert. It's just kind of gross. Like I'm just really, I don't know. I just have a, such a sour taste in my mouth about the whole situation and the whole family right now. The only one I don't hate right now is actually Courtney. I hope Courtney's having a great day with little Travi. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And moving along, there's a couple that we haven't heard of from in a minute, and that is obviously Bennifer 2.0. Until this morning, I got woken up to a Instagram post by Just Jared. If you don't follow Just Jared, I don't know what you're doing. He posts amazing updates on, you know, what the fuck's going down in pop culture and through photos, basically. <sighs> there's photos of JLo and Ben. And he's like sending her off on some plane and he's making the weirdest face it's like a moan face it's very odd i don't i don't know i i kind of I, is that real are they real i don't know anymore i was really gung-ho maybe i'm just bitter uh, listen i don't know i just can't seem to wrap my mind around those two or just celebrity couples right now in general the only one that i really am like invested in that's really high profile is obviously Courtney and Travis because they seem legit to me. Like they're all over each other. They're basically, he's like finger banging her at every fucking Instagram story. Like they're clearly in love and in a relationship. I just want to pivot to the Bravo world per usual. I have to get this off my chest. There's been some confusion. There's been some confusion about Craig and Austin and myself. Okay. I am notoriously on their fucking ass. I don't enjoy these mediocre white men who seem to be failing upwards in life. I don't enjoy that. And I will continue to be on their ass. But do I find them a little charming on their Instagram lives while they watch Winter House? Yes, I do. I do. They give some great behind the, behind the scenes tea. I can't even lie. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying myself. And I also think Austin and Sierra have chemistry. And I don't know what to do with myself, okay? It's tough for me to admit. Do I still dislike them? Yes. Do I find them a little charming at the same time? Absolutely, I do. It's just, it's the facts of life. You know, I I don't know. Just watching them watch their show and react and give some, you know, good gossip about what was really going on. Um, and they do it so casually, <laughs> Mind you, Craig is in one of them is like slurping soup out of some sort of like to go container and also drinking wine out of a orange solo cup, which is very festive considering it was just Halloween. So it's very, it's very weird. Um, but is that part of their charm? Yeah, it is. And as far as Paige and Craig go, TBD on that. I want to see more of them together to, so I can really get a good grasp on like what's really going on. Because of course, there's the rumors that they're, you know, it's all a publicity stunt for Winter House and for Summer House. Like it's a whole thing. But I'm like, I don't know. I I don't like to think that 
our little Paigey would do something like that, you know? And I got to say, Paige has a great sense of humor about how much I hate Craig. <laughs> she She's in my DMs occasionally and she's like, LMAO. Like she like respond. Like it's a funny thing. And I enjoy that. I like a Bravo celebrity with a sense of humor. Speaking of Bravo celebrities with senses of humor, I watched the Potomac reunion and, um, Mia, I just, I don't know that it, I really, I get why people don't like Candace. Like I understand she's a tough cookie. She's someone who's like, she doubles down in her bad behavior. But I think when you have like so many people going against you, it's like just a defense mechanism. But I really, really didn't like how Andy was talking to her. It really bothered me because it's like, he doesn't, he didn't talk to Erica Jane in that way or and like I don't know, there was just something very weird about it. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I don't think anybody really did. Even the people that don't like Candace, I saw on Twitter were like, "Why was he talking to her like that? That was fucking insane." And it, and it was. It was. It made me a little uncomfortable. But I, I guys, there's little glimmers of Ashley and Candace being okay. I enjoyed them measuring each other's foreheads. That's why I watched the show. I enjoyed. And I'll save the rest of my Bravo thoughts, obviously, for Bravo Friday this week, because, you know, there won't be Beverly Hills to cover this week, I just remembered, because the four-part reunion was last week. We wrapped that up. I hope you all enjoyed my interview with Tamara Judge. I love talking to her. I thought she was, like, way more down-to-earth than I could have ever imagined. I've heard that, like, behind the scenes from people, that she's actually, like, super chill. Like, she's not someone that really let the show get the best of her or, like, take over her life. She's someone who's, like, really grounded. So I was very, very happy with my talk with her. It was it was lovely. I really, if you guys want to listen, go go check that out. I also talked to Dorinda the week before. I have some great interviews coming up with Bravo celebrities and people who give great insight to Bravo celebrities. That is all, that's all coming. So buckle up. So let's just take a quick break and you can hear my interview with Fraser when we come back. Enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle. With Chef, you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community, all made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door. It's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at chef.com. That's chef with an S.com. Hi, everyone. I am here with the breakout star of Below Deck. His name is not pronounced Fraser. It's Fraser. Correct? Wow. Very yeah. uh, spot on. One of the first Americans that said it correctly. Well done. Thank you. I really, you know, I'm trying to make up for our other horrible reputations that we have. Great. You're doing a good job. Good start. Well, there's only been three episodes of Below Deck of your season. And I have to say, you're blowing it out of the water. Like, you're killing it. Well, you're very sweet. I feel like I'm talking cheese. I'm not everyone's favorite, um, but I am ticking other people's boxes. So I'm happy with that. I'm feeling all right. Ticking boxes? You know where I know that phrase from? Love Island. I'm a big oh, fan. Oh, you're a Love Island fan. Oh, here we go. Right, big right, fan. Okay. 
Is that I a can't say the same. No, not at all. I've just, I just, we can't have, we can't have any chats about it because I know absolutely nothing apart from one of my friends from back in the day from home called Chloe Burrows has just been on and she's huge apparently. So yes. um, yeah, good for her. We're, we're both on par now. We're both making our TV debuts. Yes. Did you always want to be on reality television? Was that always a thing that you saw for yourself? No, not really, no. Um, I actually joined the yachting industry because I truly adore luxury hospitality. And it really did come from a place of passion. And I wanted to not only be in the sun, but also be on beautiful yachts and seeing the most beautiful places in the world. So I kind of nailed it with that. But no, reality TV was definitely not part of the plan. When the opportunity came up, I said to myself, you know, this doesn't come around very often. So why not give it a go? Yeah. That's amazing. And I... I'm really enjoying your season so far, specifically. Like, I feel like everybody that's on the show is like bringing their own little special personality and like something different. And I wasn't sure how I would feel without Kate. And then like Captain Lee wasn't on for the first like one and a half episodes. So I was like, what is going on? Well, right. And I think in the first where we all arrived, you know, we didn't have Captain Lee, who we all knew from before. And we all were a bit lost. We had some... Um, little chap, Sean, walking in. Uh, didn't really know what was going on there. Thought he was part of the camera crew, to be honest with you. And then <laughs> that was that. And we all were a bit lost. We were as lost as the viewers were, I imagine. But it was, um, you know, it all came together in good time. And um, and here we are. That's amazing. What was your first impression of everybody when you met them? All right, let me track back. Like when you first met Heather, what did you think? <clears throat> right. And to be from the minute I met her, there wasn't... I, I thought... I. We didn't click. Let's put it okay. that way. I did. It was something in the eyes. You know, I really like to look into people and I ask them every question <laughs> under the sun to get a good gauge of who I was speaking to. And I just wasn't getting anything back. And I think that really set the tone for at least the beginning part of the season. But yeah, I didn't have an. It wasn't great. Put it that okay. way. The, the first impression wasn't great. Uh, Jess was uh, really sweet, um, you know, quiet and calm, and that was really nice, sort of warm energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake and I didn't really speak for the first few days. These are the first charter. Actually, this is important to, to mention. When you join a boat so quickly and have a charter so quickly around the corner, you mm-hmm. do not invest. And you haven't got time to invest into getting to know anyone. You just get on with the job. And so I remember on our first night out, I that was the first time I'd actually sat down and spoken to Raina, Jake, Wes, Eddie. I mean, I was I was cabin mates with Eddie, which was great, but we didn't really ever get to chat before that at all. Yeah. I'm obsessed with the fact Jake's so obsessed with pegging. Right. <laughs> like I've never heard anyone talk about it so much when you first meet them. Absolutely not. And I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't actually around any of those conversations. And so now I'm okay. watching back. I'm like, oh my Lord, he really was full on. But again, now that I know him very well, it does not come as any surprise whatsoever. That's amazing. I, yeah, I really enjoy watching him. What did you first think of Eddie? Eddie is one of the kindest people in yachting I've ever met. And he just had this, this sense of maturity and this like big brother feel to him as soon as I met him. And he kind of, he looked after me and kept me under his wing and still does to this day. So he he's fantastic. That's, I really can't fault him. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah, he's really, really cool. Yeah. Has anyone from like past Glow Deck seasons reached out to you at all? Like has Kate Chastain reached out or Chef Ben or? So I've spoken to Kate 
a few times on FaceTime and I was a huge fan still am of hers yeah. so to have you know to, to know that she knows who I am was uh, was mental and so wonderful um I've spoken to Courtney and I've spoken to Izzy uh Wooters and um that's about it for the moment again we're in the such such early phases of it all I feel like you know as and when we get deeper into it I might yeah. maybe become part of that family but for the moment I'm still feeling like a, a newbie yeah. And I, you know, as your season's going to go on, Below Deck is, I believe, the highest rated show on Bravo. That's amazing, which means you'll probably be at BravoCon when they have it. I hope next year. I know this year they had well, to cancel that it. That would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, um, I've heard, and it's funny because living over here in the UK, or at least living in Europe, we don't have access to Bravo. So we don't really understand. Well, I personally didn't understand the hype before I oh. started filming and I got to production. Oh, I got there and it was just this immense immense job but yeah it's huge there and I'm loving sort of being part of the beginnings to to something fun I imagine yeah it's going to be a wild ride it's going to be a wild ride buckle up social media could get a little crazy I'm sure with Bravo fans for sure yeah how were you how was this opportunity presented to you Um, I was contacted for a job and the job was this and that was that oh. you know much like much like you know in yachting you you sign up to agencies and they just you get a random call at any point and a recruitment agent and then you'll you'll be offered a job and I was offered this and I didn't decline I had no idea that that's how that happened you so so when you join like when you become a yachty is yachty a derogatory term no, I mean, if you'd want to use it as one, you can, that but I was, don't think it is. That was a huge debate one season. Really? <laughs> like Kate, yeah, Kate Chastain referred to someone as a yachty, like without thinking about it, and he got so upset. Well, see, I, my, I'm a yachty in my career, but if you're like, oh my God, he's such a yachty, that's got another connotation to it, and yeah. that's not the best. That's like the stereotypical boozer party, like... Boozer spends all their money, you know, lives life to the fullest and probably doesn't mm-hmm. live longer than 40. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, oh, geez. You know, <laughs> you know, I really worry about people who work on yachts like the sun damage. I worry about it. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think like SPF, you guys yeah. layer up. Well, uh, thankfully in interior, we don't actually see much of the outside. So we're not, you know, in direct sort of... Um, in sunlight which is which is good in that respect but i mean everyone should be wearing spf every day yeah anyway, every, regardless all, every day all day like even yeah. when you're inside i totally agree okay what is your least favorite and favorite job as a stew um you know what i think so there's some of the laborious some of this boring some of the really boring stuff gets okay. to me washing up mm-hmm. i've got better things to do um it's something that has to be done, but it's just so long and it's and it's consistent. So you've got breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacks in between. You're just constantly having to wash up when there are so many other things you could be attending to. That really does bother me. My favourite is service. I really like being front of house. I love dealing with the guests. I love cocktail making. And um, housekeeping, I come from a background of housekeeping, so I do love it. But I've moved on. I've discovered different parts of yachting and different parts of myself in yachting. Mm-hmm. And so... I can't say that I dislike it, um, but I also love laundry. You know, it's, 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 it's the overall hub that I enjoy so much. There is always so much laundry, I feel like, in that laundry room. Yeah. Would be less laundry if one did laundry a little bit quicker. Oh, someone mm. was doing it a little slow. No names. Okay. Well, you were running around. 
while I was running around like a headless chicken, you, you to absolute everything. Yeah, you were mm. doing everything. You were service. You were also checking on the master like bedrooms situation. Like you were literally just running around. I felt a certain cast member was just ironing. Uh, certain cast members were also just nowhere to Member. be seen. And oh, not man. to throw anyone, you know, under the bus, but I'm, I was, I'm, it's frustrating watching it back because I truly was, and I'm really not trying to pick myself up here. I remember <laughs> doing so much and feeling just so exhausted, but not, it wasn't even that. It was the fact that I knew I was slacking. I could feel that I was like, I could feel I wasn't giving 100% to what I was doing because I can't be in two places at once. Then to see your coworkers not perhaps putting in that groundwork, it's frustrating. And um, yeah, it makes for being a little bit bitchy. Yeah. I mean, I would be frustrated because you seem like a perfectionist. You seem like someone who has like very high standards. So when you're feeling yourself, like you said, lacking because you're being spread so thin, it's like, I would be so frustrated by that. It's, it's really, it's tough as well. As you said, like I'm a self-proclaimed perfectionist and to know that you're not doing a good job. And then to also know that, you know, you're going to be, this is going to be televised. It's not great either. So you've got all these levels of stress. I just didn't have the support at that time that I would have needed. Okay. I'm reading between the lines. I'm reading between the lines. (laughs) What is the grossest thing you've had to clean up from a guest? I don't think it's acceptable for me to go into that. Okay. Yeah, that bad. And then worse than what you're thinking. And then the worse than that. Okay, I'm thinking in. I'm thinking some pretty gross things. Uh, you have no idea. I didn't even know this was a thing before it was a thing, before I was dealing with this thing. So we just gotta swiftly okay. understand that in yachting it it's it's glamorized, but it mm. is not. It is truly it is it can be as bad as cleaning a public toilet. Oh, mm-hmm. No, thank you. No. (laughs) Okay. So there seems to be a lot of people on this boat at all times because there's the crew, which is the people that we see. But then there's also from what I understand is there's like engineers on the boat. There's camera crew, producers, and then guests. Like, does that get overwhelming? Uh, yeah when you first join and you start to take it all in it's very it's a bit disorientating you don't really know what to do or how to act around anyone but honestly day two it just completely flies over your head and you you don't you don't see anything anymore you know you start to realize that the pressure's on you to perform and there's no point looking around and figuring out what that person's doing or what that person's doing or you know so it's just about dodging people getting the job done yeah yeah i mean because that's the thing that i always find so fascinating about below deck specifically is that you guys are really working this isn't just like this isn't like vanderpump rules where they're waitressing or bartending you guys are really in it and i get this question a lot yeah Yeah. and like like and people have asked me is there you know the people behind the scenes that help you out and good grief I wish there were, but my <laughs> Lord, do we were worked to the bone and there is not a single person helping. If anything, they're not helping and they're throwing in curveballs here and there to make life oh. more difficult. Yeah. And how long is a charter season? Like how long were you filming? We filmed for eight weeks, I believe. Oh my God. That's a long yeah. time to be at sea. 
very much so. Um, and we had a week of quarantine before, obviously, with the COVID regulations, oh. which was a nice sort of settling into the time difference or the rest. But yeah, eight weeks is a long time. But I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't change it with anything. I, I had the best time of my life. I loved it. Would you want to do it again? If the opportunity uh, was to be presented to me, then I, I, I would consider it. Yeah. Okay. What is one thing that really surprised you or would surprise people about Below Deck? Something that would surprise you about Below Deck? Well, again, just to reiterate how real it is, people think just mm-hmm. because it's a TV show that it's been, that production get involved and storylines are made up. It, all of it is entirely raw and natural and uh, hap- happening as, uh, you know, at the fastest of paces. I think that's something that I, you know, I want to sort of break the mold on people thinking that the show is just a show we do work hard um there's a lot more that isn't shown because you're fitting in eight weeks into 41 minute episodes every week mm-hmm. but the guests aren't always as terrible as they seem but equally some of them can be far more terrible than they are portrayed on the show i actually met some great people in fact sean and curtis on the uh, episode three They've invited me to their wedding next year, which is really lovely. Oh my God, that's so nice. Yeah. That's the least they could do. I mean, the, I know, the, right. um, <laughs> I guess. Was, oh, they're lovely. So those two They were seem divine. very, yes. But the others, my Lord. I mean, I, where do you even start? I yeah. was speechless. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? It was kind of scary. And then it was left off of it to be continued. And I was like, that's I correct. need... I need to know what's (laughs) going to happen. (laughs) You'll have to wait and see. But yeah, crazy. And then, okay, I obviously am in love with the stud of the sea, Captain Lee himself. Okay. How was meeting Captain Lee? How was he in person? Well, I think I was the only one who was really intimidated. I was really scared of him. You know, he's such, he's got such an aura about him and he's very, you know, he's quite harsh, quite stern. And I just was terrified. I don't know. It was like the, the, the child in me was just like, oh my Lord, he really is to be, you know, someone to fear. But um, as I got to know him and through the season, he is just so wonderful. Such a lovely man. Only means well. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a big softy at the end of it. He's not, he's not as hard as exterior shows. I love that. I, I'm obsessed with it. My mom is in love with him. She really needs to calm down. I tell her he's married all the time. I'm like, mom, he literally has a wife. Pipe down, mom. Yeah. Please leave him alone. Get out of his Instagram DMs. So there's some romance brewing on the ship. Is there? There seems to be. Do we see any other romances possibly? Or is it just... Oh, no, no, we do? You, um, there's a lot more to come, yeah. Oh my God. Are you involved? Maybe. Oh, I love it. <laughs> that, I love like the, when, I love obviously watching you guys interact with guests because it's just, as someone who used to work in the service industry, it right. like, I completely, like your quote that you said where you said, if I could have anyone serve me, it would be myself. I was like, I hate to say it, but I mean it. I really do. <laughs> I'm the same way because I like right. things a specific way and right. I'm very particular. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, I can do it better than anybody. Right. So, absolutely. And, yeah. and like, in a, I'm so unapologetic about that. Like, it sounds so arrogant, but actually, I truly mean it because I know exactly how I like to be served. And consequently, I'll be doing the exact same thing when I'm serving. 
you know what that reminds me of? So I got to chat with Courtney Skippin or Skippon yes. from previous season. And you and her are very similar in that way. <laughs> well, we, we get along so far. I haven't actually met her in the flesh, but we, we message each other here and now. And I think, um, yeah, I think we would probably get along. And she's yeah. good friends with Kate as well, I believe. They are very close. Yes. Where does like everyone sleep on the boat? I know you guys have your rooms, but what about like the crew? Like where, like where's everyone sleeping? So the uh, the actual yachting crew all have their bunks and their cabins. Of course, mm-hmm. you've got a very sweet cat in the background. Oh, that's her name is Barbara. She really tries to make an appearance. She's adorable. Thank you. Um, so yes, yeah, so we've all got our cabins, and then production and camera crew and anyone else who wants to be on board um, will not stay overnight. You might have a, a night shift, but everyone's working in shifts and. I was on late, so I always was there to the very end, and I would always see them all leave at the very end of the evening. How late were you staying up? Um, for the f- it does vary throughout the season, mm-hmm. but I think the latest I went to bed maybe was three or four. It's just tough because you're getting up at the same time as everyone else, but three you're or then four. Mm-hmm. I would die. Yeah, it's it's tough. I can't hang. I would be fine with that if I was allowed to sleep in a bit longer. Yeah. It's also difficult to feel good, you know, and to look good. Yeah. And you want to look good because you're on camera. Yeah. And just generally, even if I'm (laughs) sitting at home on a day-to-day basis, I will make sure I get up and make myself feel and look as good as I possibly can. Because in the day, I've only really got myself in life and I can pass a mirror and be happy with it. I'm very happy with that too. I love that. So you said that one of your favorite things is to make cocktails. What is your signature cocktail? The signature cocktail for me mm-hmm. is the espresso martini. Now, the espresso martini is so overdone incorrectly in this world. <laughs> and so I have mastered the most precious cocktail recipe with all sorts of random things you'd never think to put inside of it. But it just is delicious. Oh my God. You should do like an Instagram live where you make cocktails. I just don't want to give away my secrets. So I oh. like, uh, you know, you know, I might open a bar one day and put my menu there. Yeah. Um, where do you see yourself going post yachting life or below deck? Like, where do you, where do you see yourself? I want to stay in luxury hospitality, but I want to take it to the next level. And where that is or what that is doing, I'm not entirely sure. But I do love uh, luxury travel and I've spent all of my life and earnings uh, doing that. So I might see if I can make that into a job, whether that's being a critic or even f- you know, f- furthering this on and maybe becoming a butler on land per se or looking after a household or an estate, but within hospitality somewhere. And if I can't, if I don't want to stick with them, um, you know, being staff, I'll hopefully mm-hmm. move on to, to travel. That's amazing. Mm. Like you have this, such a good personality. You could host like a travel show. I mean, I'd love that. It'd be yeah. lots of fun. Or you could do like, that restaurant takeover where you get everybody into shape again. That is such a good idea. Okay, that's a good one. Let's go with that. That could be amazing. Or like you yeah. go on a boat and just like straighten everyone out. Or yeah. a house or any stuff, restaurants, you name it. It's such like, fun. Like a kinder, but similar Gordon Ramsay kind of energy. Right, right. I was about to say, I don't know how people would take to me walking in and rejigging their whole lives, but I guess... Um, I guess we can try it. <laughs> right. How much time do you guys spend off the boat usually? Like, do, is it just a night you guys get and then you're back to work? 
Oh yeah, I mean, oh, at night okay. it's, it's like yeah, it's like a couple hours, and then you're straight back on, oh, straight God. back on, back in the game. And um, you know, if you're if you've got a hangover, then you just need to toughen up, drink some water, and get back on it. I don't know how you guys do it. Like when you guys were drinking in the hot tub and you were talking about your thruple with Jake, I was like, they have to work in the morning. I would die. Yep. And that when you know, we did that literally every single night out until the end of the season. I don't know how we did it either. What, before I let you go, just one last question. Sure. What can we expect from this season? Because right now it's like there's lots of like undercurrents of drama that I just can see bubbling. That's right. You could expect a lot of drama from the guests, but more <laughs> importantly, more interestingly, you can expect quite a bit of drama between the crew. And you're right. Over the moment, we're very much things are bubbling up. But mm-hmm. as I once famously said, I feel like a volcano is about to erupt and it will. <laughs> I love that. Well, I just have to thank you so much for taking the time to thank chat with you. me. You are lovely Fraser, not Fraser. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so and where can everyone find you on social media so they can follow you and keep <laughs> up? You post the most beautiful photos of yourself. You're very kind. Thank you. Um, I am at Fraser, F-R-A-S-E-R, Olinda, O-L-E-N-D-E-R. And that's on Instagram and Twitter. I haven't posted anything, but I like seeing what people are posting about me. Keep up with that. <laughs> Perfect. I will definitely be posting about you. So thank you so much for joining me. No, thank you. It's been such a pleasure. I do hope we can talk again. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Fraser and there will be more of that on thedip.com. That will be coming up this week. And remember, we have new episodes every Tuesday, which are pop culture related. And every Friday is Bravo Friday. And this podcast is brought to you by The Dip. So for 20% off, use code HOTM. That is HOTM at thedip.com. That's The Dip with two Ps. And again, please rate, review, and subscribe this podcast and check out the other amazing podcasts brought to you by The Dip. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Okay, so we have the car payment, the rent, utilities, and the repair bill. (sighs) What should we do? I know. I'm going to cashnetusa.com. I can apply in minutes, get an instant decision, and if approved, we could have the money in our account as soon as the same business day. When you need money fast, be the hero. Go to CashNetUSA.com to apply for the money you need now. The exact timing as to when your loan funds will be available will be determined by your banking institution. Everyone is howling about Paws of Fury. It's the most fun comedy of the summer. I am your father. What? No, I'm not. <laughs> Michael Sarah. It's showtime. And Samuel L. Jackson. What the mother father kind of spaniel's going on here? Paws of Fury. Only in theaters this Friday. Ready PG.